0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of World Cup qualification for Scotland. Stevie Clark's side are out in Denmark taking on the group leaders and Euro semi-finalists with only 15 outfield fit players available. The transfer window is now closed. Some serious deadline day movement at Celtic whilst Rangers hang on to their top players. And could you have to prove you've been vaccinated to get in to Scottish football grounds? What a duo we have for you tonight. I'm Gordon Duncan. We've got Colin Hendry, the last man to lead Scotland out at a World Cup. What a night to have him involved. And Gordon DL, my week, my energy is all off because you're usually here on a Tuesday Thursday. and a Thursday. You always tell us that you have a bath on a Wednesday. Mm. I was worried you were going to turn up with your rubber duck and your <laughs> towel. Smelling lovely, by the way. <laughs> you said it already. But you're here. You're smelling lovely. You're here. We've got big game tonight and transfer window last night. It's all happening. Yeah, there'll be a lot of talking points on the show tonight, Gordon. Obviously, transfer window, a lot of business getting done for all the Scottish clubs, especially Celtic. But tonight's focus will be on Copenhagen. Uh, we played Denmark who got to the semi-finals of the Euros and it is funny as you say Gordon I'm here because tomorrow night I'll be standing in this studio with a half cap mushroom tonight I'm standing with a guy that's a got over 50 caps captain us to the last World oh. Cup it's a privilege to be in here on a Wednesday is, night it is last time we saw you Colin we had, we had a brief moment at the, against Croatia and we thought it was maybe going to be on the right track and yeah, bit of a disappointing end. But we're back straight away and now it's on to World Cup qualification. Yeah, and um, I've got to mention it that since then <coughs> um, the results went correctly right in the final. That penalty, that Italian, I've got to mention it because <laughs> I get so much stick in England about England having. I mean, I think they won it three times during the Euros, didn't they, England? <laughs> At least. But um, yeah, good old Italy. Absolutely, 01419511025 That's the number you need to pick up the phone tonight Speak to Colin Hendry and or Gordon DL Give us your thoughts on that game Denmark against Scotland You're going to need to pick your team And you're going to need to be creative Because well, we don't really have any recognised right backs We've got various talented midfielders who are out injured Covid problems, injuries Lots to discuss tonight And if that wasn't difficult enough We are up against the group leader And the side that made it to the semi-finals of the Euros So pick up the phone Give us all your thoughts ahead of that one Transfer window Did it slam shut? Did it close gently? I don't know You can decide They always tell us that it slams shut So rate your window Are you happy with the business your team did? During the break There was lots going on at Celtic yesterday Rangers obviously kept a hold of their top players uh, what, St Johnson fans Do we? I wonder if there are any angry St Johnson fans out there Disappointed at seeing two of their better players pinched away Jamie McGrath staying at St Mirren There's lots going on So make sure you get in touch 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB Did you stay up to midnight last night? Were you tuned All in way. to... Yeah, yeah I don't minute, believe you A minute past 12 I went to my bed Gordon uh, No it was an exciting transfer window uh, Right up to the last minute Celtic getting in a centre half as well uh, Which I think they certainly needed Gordon Um there's good news, I think, for most clubs, apart from St. Johnston. I feel sorry for Callum Davidson. Two of his top players obviously going away, but you understand that because of the amount of money and the situation. Or but, do you, though? Was the money enough? Um, for St. Johnston, 
it obviously was Gordon you know you can hold out we've seen it before but I think that St Johnston weighed everything up and decided to go for the money but I think I look at Celtic I think Celtic fans will be happy they've lost they've lost two good players let's not be kidded here as much as Edward come in for a bit of criticism he's a top top player uh, Christie was bang on fire um, they've lost him but they've replaced him and we said at the beginning of the season on this show that we were talking double figures that Celtic needed in to strengthen the squad. I think that's 12 now under Postacoglu. So there's a bit of strengthening going on there. It's just gelling everything. For Rangers fans, I think they'll be over the moon. None of the big hitters have left. So good transfer window. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to that a bit later on. 01419511025. You could get your calls in right now though and tell us your feelings on the transfer window. Scotland have a huge game in Denmark. Anyone out there think we can go and cause a shock this evening? We are major underdogs, like we said, semi-finalists of the Euros, top of the group, it's away from home, we've been decimated by injury and Covid, but you never know, is there any eternal optimists out there who want to share your positivity and you'll need to pick your team as well because we've got some big decisions to make. Whilst you get your calls in, let's hear from... Uh, one of well, the, the man who's going to have to make the big calls That's Stevie Clark There's also a little bit in the Scottish psyche as well That, that we like to stand up in, in the face of adversity a little bit And it's, it's, been, it's been tough getting everybody together It's been tough trying to get work on the training pitch I had lot, Lots of distractions But ultimately, like I said before We all have a good team on the pitch And we, we go there to be very competitive We're we a really good Danish team They're the number one seeds for a reason I think they showed that in the Euros Obviously we got off to a very difficult start for non-footballing reasons uh, they did well to recover that and get out of the get out of the section and then from there they, they progressed and pushed England all the way in the, the semi-final so we know good team good players uh, we expect a tough challenge but hopefully they're expecting a tough challenge from us because we showed in the Euros that we can also compete with teams of this level How tough a task is this tonight Colin Hendry? Yeah it sure is um, yeah, obviously it's uh, Bigger, well, one of the bigger problems, of course, we've only got 15 outfield players to pick mm. from as well as. But there's still quality in there. I mean, when you're looking, I'm just trying to pick a select a side. Um, doing the right-hand side is going to be a problem. Yeah, it's the issue, but, isn't it? I mean, Grant Hanley's there, Tierney Robertson, they're going to pick themselves, probably big uh, big Craig Gordon in the goal. Um, it's down that mm. attacking left-hand side of Denmark that could... Give us problems And they were strong there At the Euros as well Just to to rub salt Into the wounds But anyway What about Let's get to the phones And we'll see what you guys Think out there 01419511025 Josh Is a Scotland fan On the line Josh How are you feeling tonight Can we cause an upset Absolutely Gordon Absolutely Um, Listen Right Now I know the score's been decimated By injury But um, You'd be hard Pressed to find I've only counted Two players Right, um, probably, probably could mean three if if you had in a long term injury of Ryan Jack. But I'm only counting two players who would be starting, stick on starting eleven players uh, that are out of the squad. So you're talking John McGinn and Scott McTominay, right? Surely the right backs come into that. Whether it be O'Donnell or Patterson, one of them yeah. would have played, wouldn't they? Yeah, right. Okay, right. then three you could argue. Yeah, if, if Patterson and O'Donnell are both out. Um, but look, it's been about, I don't know, about seven or eight years since we've had a big away upset. I think Croatia away was the last kind of big, you know, um, big performance away that, that we got a result when we needed one against a team that was far higher ranked than us. 
Um, I don't see any reason that we can't do that tonight. Um, Denmark are a very good side. I mean, when we, when we pulled them at, at the pot, we thought, well, you know, out of the pot one teams, that's, uh, apart, apart from England, they were probably next on the line in terms of teams that we, we, could, we could beat. Um, you know, uh, so so I'm I'm pretty confident um, about tonight. I, if we don't get the three points tonight, if we don't get a point tonight, it's not the end of the world. Um, but I think we can go there and get a result of some sort. Steve, he's kept the same, um, you know, group of players together now for some period of time. And I mean, let's not forget they had a month of a training camp uh, in the summer there, and that's something that we've been unable to do since. Um, since 1998, um, when one of your panelists was 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 at a training camp, we've not been able to do that in in decades. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just I just feel think I feel really positive about tonight. Um, but I'm a wee bit disappointed, Gordon. Um, I should be in Copenhagen right now with a cold beer. Mm. Um, Aye, and you're, you're stuck with Gordon DL and Colin Hendry and myself instead. We do feel sorry for you on that front. <laughs> that, that's not that's not a good swap deal, it's is a cold it? Beer, it's right? a good, uh, cold beer, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not a good swap deal. But uh, would be um, an expensive pint out there, though, Josh, would it not? Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, I've been before. So I, I, it's an expensive pint. <laughs> Gordon DL, um, look. Stevie Clark there talking about that Scottish psyche thing. Maybe, just maybe, backs against the wall. No one expecting anything. You dig deep, you get something. Great. Hopefully that is the case. However. Josh mentions it Scott McTominay was already not available So that's one blow to your midfield Then Stuart Armstrong pulls out So that's another blow to your midfield Then John McGinn catches COVID All three of them may well have started in midfield Then you look elsewhere in the pitch We only had two right backs Nathan Patterson uh, with a COVID issue And Stephen O'Donnell Who due to the restrictions that Denmark have in place Based on when you've previously had COVID He couldn't go either So we do have a glaring, glaring hole at right back Do we not? Or right wing back, whatever 100%, it is 100% of interesting um, to see how Steve Clark uh, addresses that, Gordon uh, Does he stay with his three and his two wing backs? Or does he go to a back four, which he liked at club football? I think it's a, a real hard task tonight I've got to say You're looking at a Denmark team that They've, they've went to mm. Austria and Australia uh, Israel, sorry, Israel, Israel, and they've not conceded and they've scored six goals. They've already scored 14 goals and not conceded in this campaign. So for us to go there uh, with all the problems down the right-hand side and uh, two are big hitters missing the middle of the park, McTominay and McGinn, I think it's a big ask. If we got a point tonight, I think Steve mm. Clark would be over the moon with that. I actually get where Josh is coming from, Colin, because I remember when the draw was made, you're looking at what it could have been out of those pot one sides, and yeah. you say, oh, well, Denmark maybe not. At, but then the Euros came along, and I think maybe Denmark showed people at the Euros that maybe they're a bit better than, oh, than we a, thought. They're a quality, quality, quality side. And I mean, when you're looking through their team and the players at the, the clubs that they play for as well as, I mean, they're all over, all over yeah. in Italy. I'm just filtering through here, like Bologna, Nice, Sampdoria. Leipzig, men's, I mean, Valencia, two players in Brentford and in, in the Prem in England, Sevilla. I mean, they're all playing at top, top, top clubs. And the, 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 any any sort of result tonight, a draw, yeah, I doubt very much we could nick it, but a draw, you'd settle mm. for that right away, right now. But, the, I mean, just talk, coming back to what you mentioned right at the beginning, the full back, if we're going to play a four at the back, who do you play it right back? Could it be Tierney out there? Right Tierney's done it before. Uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be foreign to him 
that's the thing. Yeah. That it wouldn't be foreign to him. And we Andy Robertson back from injury as well as then okay, Andy, we don't want you just shooting up and doing that line as much as you'd like to mm. break yourself into a wee bit the best you can. But at the back, we're going to be in the back foot anyway. We are we are going to be under yeah. severe pressure at times tomorrow. I would, I was right, pick your team, Gordon Deal. Right, right, okay. I well, I'm only playing with ten tonight because I'm okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm going Craig Gordon in goals. I'm going to go with the wing backs because I think you'll stay with that. They know the, that is a system, they isn't know it? The does system, like it, yeah. Gordon. So Henley, Hanley, and Cooper for me. I think he'll put Tierney down the right hand side, Robertson. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think Tierney could handle that. Wow. No okay. problem at all. There's there's an option there of Ryan Fraser, but mm-hmm. as Colin said, he's a forward thinking player. He's not a defender. He's okay. a fo- he's a forward. I think he put us under a wee bit of pressure in the middle of the part. I think McGregor and Gilmore are a must because we've got to keep possession of the ball tonight. Um, I've got Christie just off Adams for my my, my two up top. It's just who he plays in that middle park. Will he throw? Please pick one, some one more. We need right, to. We I'm definitely go- need eleven. We can't yeah, go ten. Yeah, as, uh, I'm going between McLean and Ferguson because I think Ferguson would give him a bit of steel away from home. But I think because Kenny McLean's been in the squad, Stevie Clark likes Kenny McLean, Steve, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm going to go with McLean. Josh, tell him where he's wrong. He must be wrong somewhere. Um, to be fair, I'm I'm, I'm struggling. To, yeah, I mean, I mean. I'm with Gordon DL on the defence front. I think um, putting Tierney Tierney at right back is probably the way to go. Um, I mean, he's that good. He gives you a seven or an eight out of ten. He could play at striker, and he would he would still be half decent. Um, Kenny McLean. I think McGregor and Gilmore sitting at the base of midfield. Um, it just depends how he wants to go, really. If he wants to go a wee bit more defensive, he might put McLean in um, and, and have a kind of flat three, um, kind of, you know, su- supporting the, the, the two strikers up the top. Mm-hmm. I think going with two strikers is, is definitely the way to go. Uh, but but I would maybe go with... I would maybe go with McGregor and... Uh, and uh, McGregor and Gilmore and then have... Turnbull just a wee bit further forward, um, you know it's a night it's a night for big performances and and I think you know putting David Turnbull we know we all know how good David Turnbull is and how good he, he's going to be, um, so I think that why not put him in and uh, why not put him in at the, the at the top top stage and see how he goes, mm. you know we're not we're not it's not a free hit tonight right but it's there's there's a flavour of that do you know what I mean nobody's going to Slate Steve Clark and, and and think that the campaign's completely over if if we don't get the three points tonight, you know. So um, we we have some room for um, for we have some room for mistakes. What do you make of that, Colin? Because you, you would follow that logic, wouldn't you, to an extent? But Josh also mentioned in his earlier point, it's been a while since we went and caused one of those upsets. You know, pressure off underdog. I, I know Josh man, said there that it's not a free hit, but I still think even if we get beat tonight, it's not the be all and end all. Of everything mm-hmm. when you look at it, because they are decent, they're very good. Look how the the, the distance they got in the Euros. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've got to go. The only option we've got at right back is Tierney on the right side. He's got to play there. Do you think too much to because ask Ryan Fraser to do a wing back role? I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust. Mm, go back forward, I wouldn't trust a forward thinking player to do that job because you only need to get caught out once. Mm-hmm. And if you've got defensive-minded footballers 
in and around that position Tierney can do it anyway yeah. um, So Saturday against Moldova I mean to confuse things O'Donnell and Patterson I think will be back. back But if they weren't That's a game that you could maybe envisage Ryan Fraser Because we're at home and it's against Moldova But, well, but not tonight Well you expect us to take Yeah have the impetus in mm. that game We're the ones that's driving towards them Tonight is going to be mm. a different type of game Alright thank you to Josh Let's bring in Craig And see if there's anyone that he Agrees with there or, or anyone else that you think Could be pitched in tonight Craig how you doing, lads? Um, yeah, well, I, I think um, <clears throat> personally, I agree with the the idea that we wish we should play the back three, and go the three five two, the sort of system that's served us best in getting to the Euros and um, you know getting the draw with England when we were there. So I, I don't see any reason to change that. I think we'll be okay. I would personally have Tierney in there, obviously, as part of the back three with Robertson down the left hand side um, as as the sort of wing back. I would actually put Scott McKenna in as a right wing back and see what he could do, purely because he's a player that I think is a talented player. I think he does have a bit of forward um, thinking about him. Um, he is also right-footed, so it might suit him being able to um, you know, play balls up and down that, that wing in his favourite foot, getting balls out of the box. I'll tell you what, let me stop you right there, Craig, because we've got the team. And let me quickly try and decipher this. So Craig Gordon in goals... A back three of Grant Hanley, Liam Cooper, and Scott McKenna, possibly, or or or, or Craig's got his wish somehow, and McKenna plays wing back. Anyway, Tierney and Robertson both play. McGregor, McLean, Gilmore as a midfield three, mm-hmm. and Fraser off Adams. No, Christy. Fraser off Adams up front. So um, we again li- listening to that, Craig. Possibly Tierney at right wing back Not sure Definite That's a definite mm. What do you think Craig? Yeah, it's a, Well sorry for interrupting But it's a definite Yeah he's definitely going to be playing there I mean Big McKenna I'm not sure I mean, he's left footed as well sh- I'm not sure Who McKenna Well, I mean I know they both are But Tierney's at least a You know Is a full back yeah, If big, you like Big McKenna's I mean He's hardly going to be Coming up here with Firing on all jets I mean they're is it not Forest then? They're struggling. They're at the bottom of the championship. I'm not saying that as an effect on them, but little things do make the big things. And uh, mm. Tierney's going to be playing it on the right side. Well, do you know what though? There, there is another. I get there. Are, there are a few suggestions there. I guess uh, Craig, what, what do you think of that team that we read out? Uh, well, it's not too dissimilar to the type of team I had away with. Um, I'd had, I mean, when I'd had I'd started with Ferguson, I think it would have been a good shout. Uh, but um, well, I think. It seems obvious that it will be Tierney down, down the, the right wing back role, which I don't have a problem with. I just think in previous games where he's had to play that role, it, it I think slightly takes away for the kind of call he's got because it's not his natural role. He's much better either on the left hand side of a back three or to play the left wing back role himself if Andy Robertson's out. Um, and you know, as I say with McKenna, I was just thinking if you look at just as an example, no, you can't really compare them. Um, it's about apples and oranges, but. You look at Leon Balligan at the weekend, for example. He's a third choice right back for Rangers, naturally a centre back, but gets put in there because he has to, basically. Yeah, I mean, Scott McKenna um, is left footed, though. Yeah, but, well, I thought he was right footed, maybe I got that wrong. Yeah. But still, you know, he's in there and he's not necessarily pounding it up and down the wing all the time. He's holding back mm. a little bit more and allowing his midfield to do that. And I just felt that maybe McKenna could do that role because as a centre back, he's kind of used to being able to do that mm. and, and play a sort of holding. Right wing back almost my, my arithmetic was probably off a little bit At the top of the show There is a reason for that Because I was thinking of the flight And Jack Henry wasn't on the flight He came from 
from Belgium and still out by one. So we do have six outfield players on the bench in Lyndon Dykes, Ryan Christie, Jack Hendry, Declan Gallagher, Lewis Ferguson, and David Turnbull, and the two keepers, Xander Clark and Liam Kelly. Um, you know what? Before we move on, a bit of positivity, right? Because I know we're up against it. And I'm looking at the, the replies to the team. Scotland have tweeted the team, and everyone's sort of. Slot on it What else are we going to do tonight We don't have a full team available You know no, Nowhere near it If we're talking positives Is this the start of Billy Gilmore's long And illustrious Scotland career We only got to see him once at the Euros And he was great And that was the real positive of the tournament Covid came along And he couldn't play the last game And the, the mood then was Well don't worry Because he'll play for Scotland Most games for the next 10 years Is this the start of it? Hopefully yeah And it's about keeping the ball tonight you know, um, we've got decent offensive players in that team. Obviously, Ryan Fraser's behind Shea Adams and he'll be supporting, but he can get back in as well as at times. Just to put a body in a hole sometimes when you're playing against these sort of teams does help because then they'll play into two or three or four or five different phases by the time they get forward and we're all set up to deal with that. 0141 Get your thoughts in. We'll speak to you next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Colin Hendry, the last man to lead Scotland out at a World Cup, is in the studio. Gordon Diel has got some interesting stories from a night out he had with the Scotland under-19s back in 1981 as well. So we'll maybe get to them uh, later on in the show. Uh, but Denmark, Scotland, 7:45 kickoff. We just gave you that team. We have serious issues, obviously, with absentees, but you never know. It still looks like a fairly strong team for what we've got. Craig Gordon and goal. It looks like Kieran Tierney, the right wing back, Andy Robertson, left wing back, McKenna, Hanley, and Cooper. The defensive three McLean, McGregor and Billy Gilmore Lots of hype around him A midfield three uh, With Ryan Fraser just off Shea Adams uh, We're on Twitter Josh says Soak up the pressure Hit them with the pace and the counter Billy Gilmore to pass them about into next year He says Kevin Clough says Tierney at right wing back This man can play anywhere And Penn Selt says Not a bad team considering there we go. That's as high as the praise gets. Not a bad team. Not a bad team considering. 01419511025 on the phones. Let's bring in George. What do you think hearing that team, George? Uh well I agree. I think given uh, the um number of people we've got out, that is a pretty decent team. And uh, your producer uh, told me who's on the subs and we've got some pretty good subs on our bench as well. So, all things considered, I think it's a pretty good team. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, it, it could be, It could be Gordon, let's be honest. It, it could still be a back four, mm-hmm. where, where one of them plays right back. Um, but it, it would seem less likely, wouldn't it? Uh, it would be, be very strange if with the personnel, Gordon. I, I think it's set up for the three. Um, McKenna's been brought in at decent pace as well. Um, Hanley As we've seen mm. In the Euros Very good pace Liam Cooper Is not a bad replacement Captain mm-hmm. of Leeds In the Premier League Every every week um, Tierney I, I, If he plays right wing back I've not got a problem with that I'd play Tierney Centre forward And wouldn't worry i have just one of these boys That can play football uh, Tonight I think The excitement's round about Gilmore I think this could be A massive night for him Because Colin rightly said When we get the ball We need to keep it Because we'll be under Severe pressure He's in there to keep the ball And he's brilliant at it With McGregor I think that could be A good partnership development George is right We know we've got The right side is clearly an issue But when you look at the bench Colin There's still There are still options there So Lyndon Dykes 
Is actually in really good form For QPR He's in good goal scoring form Ryan Christie We know he scored a couple of goals For Scotland in the past Jack Hendry and Declan Gallagher If you need something at the back And then Young Scottish midfielders Trying to make a name for themselves Lewis Ferguson And David Turnbull So there is still actually a bit of a a bit plenty, of a mix pl- there if pl- we need it. Plenty of options to change anything in and around for whatever maybe Stevie Clark thinks might be an issue or a problem yeah. that could develop within the game. Um but it's it is a night for keeping the ball and you know we've got we've got good players, McGregor, Gilmore, mm. Kenny McLean. Just keep it it's not all about at the same time just going forward and, and getting forward as quick as you can. It's about trying to take mm. the sting out of the game, keep possession, frustrate the opposition. Did you ever play in Denmark? Was that one of your many yeah, Scotland caps? Yeah, the, Friendly, we get beat one 0 Ah, just a friendly. That's just all right. Oh, friendly. They, they, they the don't games. count. Nah, yeah. just, just that's how uh, oh, Wilson's will get half a cap. I just love using eight by the way. That's brilliant. Just support. turn up in the big the support, games. Right. That's all it is. Um, yeah, I mean, George. Sometimes these, these things can be a bit cliche because we've actually not caused a big shock in a long time. That that's the problem. We've not gone away and, and got one of these eye-opening results. But Stevie Clark was saying maybe because everything's going against us and backs to the wall, we might. Dig in and find that extra 5% or whatever Is that possible? Yeah and also uh, you got to remember I was reading a, a few reports today On uh, the Newsnet website That Denmark has been hit by a few uh, uh, By a few casualties as well I don't know if it's down to injuries or COVID But I think a few of their key players Are potentially missing as well So it's not just ourselves that have been unfortunate in the uh, COVID or injury front. I um, was reading that there's maybe two or three of the key Denmark players who might not be available for them as well. So, so um, yeah, I think they've got a couple. I don't think they're as hard hit as us, Gordon. And you know they were already strong favourites to win the match anyway. So hopefully, hopefully we do get a break. But I don't think there is. Uh, they've got the same issues we do No And of course they're going to be Firm favourites Gordon They're at home um, They're bang on form They're scoring goals They've not conceded any goals um, They've got quality players If you look at the amount of caps That that squad's got Compared to our squad It's a, an experienced squad as well uh, It will be a difficult game tonight um, I think that With the personnel Stevie Clark's probably set up um, very well indeed I think he's going to try and make it very difficult I think we have got a bit of pace at the back We'll have two very, very willing wing backs Terrific players, you know, brilliant players And hopefully Adams up front mm. Who's impressed me every time I watch him with Southampton in The Premier League If he can get a sniff and get us a goal And give us something to hang on to, Gordon You never know But as I keep saying at the top of the show I would take one point right now and leave uh, sorry to disappoint you But Denmark do have a, a pretty strong team Schmeichel and Goal uh, Names that you'll all recognise from the Euros um, Kyer who you know off the field as well Got a lot of praise for his captaincy And the way he handled the, the Ericsson situation Hoiberg and Christensen Delaney Damsgaard who was brilliant Poulsen as well So um, no Martin Braithwaite But still um, a very very strong starting eleven. You have to say um, Let's bring in Kevin What's your thoughts on and what you've heard, Kevin, can we cause an upset tonight? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've, I've, I've just saw the, the line-up there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got so much quality in that team. We can actually cause an upset. I, I, I know we're losing a lot of players 
and so are they, to be honest. Um, but we can actually get in there. Even at all, I'd be happy with all. Yeah, I, I think the thing about it though, Gordon, that worries me about that is we're saying you'd be happy with a draw because of all this mm-hmm. uncertainty, uh, upheaval before the game. You, even if we were full strength, you look at this fixture and you probably take a draw. Be, be happy with a draw. Because it's the number one seed in the group and it's away from home. That tends to be the way it works. If you could somehow, if you can beat them at hand and you nick a draw over there, that sort of thing. So um, this notion that was, you know, Obviously we would take a draw tonight I think Yeah I, th- I think if we lose a game tonight We can say goodbye to qualification you think so? Uh, yeah Yeah I don't think Denmark well, for, No top spot you mean Yeah top yeah. spot Yeah I think there'll be then a playoff With us to get that second spot With obviously Israel and, and Austria And you would fancy them both to win tonight Moldova and Faroe Islands Gordon Which would drop us down to four So I don't want to be negative So Yes, I think that we could take a draw tonight and go and build on that, and it gives you such great confidence. Mm. But we are up against it. Yeah. As much as, even if we had McTominay and McGinn in there, a full strength squad and a natural right wing back, I would still mm-hmm. be saying we're up against it tonight. We will need to really play, have a little bit of luck as you can get in this game, and hope Denmark have an off night. Again, Colin. It- this should have a bit of a new era feel about it It doesn't feel that way Because there's a lot of negativity Because of the absentees And actually I think there's a lot of distraction as well Because there was a transfer window last night But Crazy you know yeah. For the first time in a long long time We've come off the back of actually a major tournament And it was about what comes next You mentioned Billy Gilmore Is, is he in now? Is this him on his way to 50, 60, 80 caps? Whatever it may be Shea Adams missed some chances at the Euros But again is this the real start of him Trying to find a sustained period As Scotland's leading striker Well hopefully This is this is what they've been brought in for And we're hopeful of that as well I mean Shea Adams scored already I think against Manchester United mm. Just the, the other week there So you know he's hit the net um, Early days uh, domestically um, But I, I mean Marginally With the players that are missing it would have still been an extremely yeah. difficult game. Um, I think anybody, Sports Scotland, the Scottish, you're going to say, listen, we'd take a point at Denmark. We're happy. We'll not be greedy. We'll be happy. You mm. know, we'd be happy. And it's it's not changed. It's not, it's not any different tonight. Here's one. On the bench, Jack Hendry. Did he win the transfer window last night? Was that the surprise <laughs> move of the of the window? Eight, eight and a half million, was it, to Club Bruges? Yeah. He's going to be up against Messi and... De Bruyne and all the rest of it in the Champions League in a few weeks' time. Well, how's, how, 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 right? I know my name's Henry as well, right? But I'm, I'm not getting into that one. But how, how does it work that he goes to a team in Belgium, mm-hmm. although he, he was on loan yep. in Belgium, for 8 million at the age of 26? And this is going to upset a lot of people. Jason Kerr, who's 24, who's been absolutely outstanding. At St Johnston Because my son's there And I watch him Virtually every mm-hmm. week Goes to Wigan For Thruppens Yeah I'm keen to get I, into I, the... I am I do not understand And I've got to be careful What I say Because my son's And I won't you know, Compromise his situation Or position But How do you get To these sort of figures I Yeah I mean Kerr was in the last year Of his contract Which doesn't help But I think I still think The, he, the point exists You know And well, also that, Then I'll take it To the next one About Ali McCann Because yeah, she said two years Ali McCann is a very good then, example So I'll, keep, I'll just keep Clear of everything Yeah well we're going to Go on to talk about The transfer window So I wonder if Any Celtic fans Rangers fans out there Anyone Disappointed that you Didn't go for Ali McCann Now that you know That you could have got him For one and a half million pounds 
What do you think about that? We'll talk about the transfer window But here's what I really wanted to know Because someone sent me this last night right? So I'm going to put a challenge out there to the listeners Because they know everything Gordon DL Jack Hendry Before that Because he's not done it yet Who would be the last Scottish centre half To play in the Champions League For a non-Scottish team? If that's in Beat the Bundit tonight I will it's never not. get that What do you think? Who's your Because I don't know 100% But I've got a rough idea And I'm going to need the listeners to help me out on this I've no idea Is he standing next to you? Well, well, I'm, I'm, well he's, he's, I, he's not been positive I, about it if he is I was hoping he would give me a little uh, There you no, go Gordon I automatically answer. thought myself but no, no, I'm, I'm going to I'm, yeah. I'm have to think of somebody between no. then and Really? Well, I, someone really? texted me last night and I thought This crazy is perfect man. because Colin Hendry's on the show Let's try and get to That's the bottom crazy. of that out there right? When Jack Hendry plays in the Champions League In a few weeks against Messi and all the rest yeah. of it Who's the last Scottish centre half to play In the Champions League for a non-Scottish team And is it Colin Hendry? Because I can't think of anyone else but I might be wrong uh, Get in touch well, Kevin. If it, well if it is Gordon I got sent off that game and <laughs> Did didn't, you? Didn't play again Yeah. <laughs> what game was it? In, in Moscow The oh, infamous no. <laughs> David Batty Graham Lasso punch up right. That everybody forgets that I got sent off I took two yellow cards So and they, they took the heat off night. you? Well, yeah, I mean, people, two yellow cars later, got the red card, and, but it was all about that incident. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's a crazy one. If that's right, we'll find that's out. A crazy one. Our listeners know everything, so we'll find out. Kevin, this is our nice segue into the transfer window. What 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 was your kind of takeaway from what you witnessed yesterday in, in the last couple of months? Yeah, uh, Celtic transfers. Well, window. It's it's night and day. Edward's out, Christie's out, Adiab's out. Um, but bringing in people that it's actually got to induce the team, actually got to energise the team. People that don't want to be there, that, that, this is my feeling. People that don't want to be there, and um, obviously, with the new manager coming in, oh, yeah, I. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I, I, sus- I suspect we'll hear this a lot, Gordon. G- good that they've moved on. Because they didn't want to be here But they were also very good players for Celtic I think, you know we, Odson Edward was apparently terrible last season And didn't want to be there But was the top scorer in the country mm-hmm. And two weeks ago we had calls for Ryan Christie, suits Ange Ball Down to the tee But now it's, you know I, I just Only time can tell really I think the big problem here with the Celtic fans is Everyone knew that Edward Dyer and Christie were Basically looking to leave Celtic And as, you know as a fan of a football club You say I don't care how good you are If you don't want to be here Then we don't want you We'll bring in players that want to The old, the old fa- uh, phrase Play for a jersey Gordon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Edward, Ayer and Christie were terrific players Let's be honest about it Terrific yeah, players Because that's my point Someone may well want to play for the jersey But still might not be as effective as odds and Edward 100%. There, there just are no guarantees So these are big shoes to fill now, as much as Celtic have now got bodies in And they needed bodies These are big shoes to fill And they've got to live up to that Thank you Kevin If you've got any thoughts on the transfer window If you can answer my Colin Hendry riddle If you've got thoughts on the Scotland team tonight Keep the calls coming in Or tweet us at Clyde SSB I've seen enough of these sheets To know that they're not always right But I will just mention it anyway The, the kind of official UEFA team sheet Has Andy Robertson at right wing back And Kieran Tierney at left wing back 
Who knows? We'll take your calls next. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Colin Hendry and Gordon DL are here. I wonder if Colin's going to leave us though. I think I think we've found an answer to the the riddle. Uh, Got a few tweets him? here. Well, I, I think there's a stewards inquiry, and I think oh. Benny might be right. Benny's thrown one in that sounds like it could be right. Unlucky call. Dominic Matteo. Yeah. Leads. Yeah. That'd be late nineties. Yeah. That sounds like a good shout. Yeah. yeah mm. Okay. I'm thinking. Good research. Go good research. Me. I did say I wasn't sure, and I wanted to find out. So there we go. That, that's what they're here for. Colin, Our listeners know you everything. In the mix. That's all. I, did I make the top three? You just You're definitely in the last three, surely. I think we can agree with that, right? 01419511025 on the phones. We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. That's where Benny uh, got in touch with that one. Um, let's bring in John Paul on the line. Hi, John Paul. Hi, guys. Gordon, Gordon, Colin. How's it going? How's it going? Not bad, not bad. Uh, you know, I'll just have to point here, and I think, um, I think Gordon, you made a cracking point about. Uh, you know, Celtic, it's alright being a Celtic fan and saying that we've got guys at the door who don't want to be there, you know, and I think a lot of praise goes down to um, Ange Postacoglu for this, you know, he came in, um, it was well known that Christopher Weyer, Odson Edward and Ryan Christie were looking to move on, you know, and you know, Christopher Weyer do it right away, um, you know, but I think the way he handled the situation with Edward and Christie, you know, I, I didn't know the exact comments that went on, but it looks like he said to him, you know what, play for me. Enjoy it if you want to go. You want to go. I'll let you go. You know, and I think that I think um, what I like about him, he never really stood still. You know, you see some of the signings he's brought in already. I Kyogo, Abada, they've hit the ground running. You know, and last night, obviously when when um, Edward and Christie's left, you know, he's brought in another winger in Jota. He's brought in the Greek centre forward. You know, and time will tell if they're good enough. But see, for me, I think Edward and Christie are cracking players. You know, Edward was top goal scorer in the league last season and. And these guys that have come in, you know, this is where I feel for Ange because they've got to hit the ground running. Because whatever way you want to look at it, Celtic have dropped six points out of possible twelve. Albeit they could beat away to Ibrox for the weekend, you know, and and these guys have got to come in and start really, really putting their name down and, and make a wee bit of a name for themselves because quite quick into the season, what as I say, we're six points out of out of possible twelve down, you know, and it's not an ideal start. I think what you've got to say, Gordon, on a business front. It's, it's good business Odson Edward was in the last year of his contract Frank Christie was in the last six months of his contract To actually get the fees that they did for them Was great business At that point They got a good fee for Christopher Iyer yeah. as well um, So on that side of it then that, That's that's a, a bit of a no-brainer isn't it? As much as um, you have to get players out That don't want to be there And obviously you can't blame these guys They've got uh, lured to England With the big money Gordon Short career They've moved down there And you know I, I wish them all the best It's it's a new era for Celtic With the manager coming I agree with John Paul I've said it from day one I like the way he talks I like the way he goes about his business I still think he'll need another transfer market Before you can really judge him He'll need time But he's right in the sense That they will need to hit the ground running And I said earlier It's big shoes to fill But obviously Postacoglu's got a lot of faith in these guys And They've balanced it up well. They've got some decent money in for players that didn't mm. want to be there and they've went out and spent it. So the Celtic fans can't have a go at the board. They get players out that every Celtic fan were saying, well, they don't want to be there. Get them out of the club. They've got decent money in, good business, and they've invested in the squad. That's what, 12 players since the new managers walked in? 
That's not a bad investment, Gordon. So you can't complain that the manager's mm. not been backed. It's up to the manager now to try and fit all that jigsaw together. Once again, I will say, I will still want to give him another transfer window because I think this takes time. It may just click into place, but it may take a bit of time to get it going. John Paul, are you short in any areas or are you happy with the strength and depth at the moment? Um, obviously with the centre-half situation, I would have liked another centre-half. I know he brought in the boy for Tottenham, but I don't know how much really that boy's played. So um, I would have liked um, another centre-half in. Um, obviously, he can play Kyogo through the middle. So ah, as a Celtic fan, I'm happy. You know, I agree with Gordon that he'll need more time. And, and I hope he gets it. I think the way he speaks and the way he goes about his business, he's came across well the way he addresses the, the media um, and he seemed like a very clever man to me so all in all I'm, I'm happy you know I'm very very happy but on an old goalkeeper because I think out of every position that was the main position that he had to um, he had to sort out yeah I'm, I wonder Colin and I'm putting you on the spot here mm. the answer may simply be no have you come across Cameron Carter Vickers I know you're no. involved a lot down south and yep. he's, he's a number of loan spells Sheffield United Ipswich Swansea Stoke Luton um, so that was one that they added last night Jota of course as well And Giacomakis uh, The striker Do you feel like you Maybe maybe this is hard to answer John Paul But the question we usually get Really around the transfer window Have you come out of the window stronger than you went into it? And what would your feelings be? Uh, I think we have come out of the, strong, uh, the window stronger You know I, I, I do understand that the players we lost were very, very good players, you know, Odds and Edward won the young player of the year a couple of times, you know, and Ryan Christie was, was fantastic for Celtic. But I think I think the right back we brought in, albeit he played at left back last week, I think he looks a fantastic player, you know, I've seen a, I've seen a few things writing about him. He's up, you know, he's he's uh, very young and he's energetic, you know. Um the boy that we brought in up front of time will tell, you, you know, I think he's uh but to score twenty six goals with a team that got relegated in the head of it easy. You know, I, I think, and, and as I say, by, by bringing in a, an Eng, who was an English international goalkeeper, so I, I, it's quite a catch-22. I, I understand the players we've lost, we're quality players, but we've replaced them with players who, who hopefully hit the ground running. Yeah, Gordon, you mentioned that although we are impatient and you keep saying, people keep saying, they've got to hit the ground running and all the rest of it, Back in May and then in June we said that, that this just could not possibly be fixed in one transfer mm-hmm. window. You look at I'm gonna read out the list of players that left and this is just the first team players from last season. Not you know, not the kind of fringe guys really. How many how many appearances last season would this lot have had combined? Ayer, Brown, Christie, Edward, Griffiths, Duffy, Ilyanusi, John Joe Kenny, Diego Laxalt, Olivier and Cham. Right. Every single one of them left. So That's a team. <laughs> it's a huge Apart rebuild. From one. Huge rebuild. Uh, we've said it from day one Gordon That's why I think that uh, The manager has And I'm glad John Paul said that As a Celtic supporter The manager has got to be back This is not a quick fix It may just hit the ground running These guys can come into Celtic side And you know He's had a lot of pats in the back The way they've played They get a bit of a hiccup Obviously at the weekend When they went to Ibrox And full of confidence And Rangers ended up winning the game but he's got players in now He's got a squad there And players that want to be at Celtic That he wants to work with So we have to give him time Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Thank you John Paul Now it's time for Beat the Pundit You come on here 
Take on one of the pundits Colin Hendry doesn't even know What he's getting himself in for Maybe we'll, well, we need to fix it And make you play No no he should have done He should have made it all English questions This is carve up time innit Carve up Colin time Wouldn't do that to you 01419511025 If you want to play Beat the Pundit You call right now You call before 7 o'clock And you could be up next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Colin Hendry are here We're building up to Denmark against Scotland We're asking for your thoughts on the transfer window Are you happy with your team's business? What did you make of the deadline day deals? Is there anything you think your club should have done And didn't do? Pick up the phone on any of those Or anything you think we've missed And let us know your thoughts So 141951 Let's do this first though Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish football. Right, beat the pundit time. Now, Colin, it's the first time you've witnessed this madness. And what happens is the contestants come on, they take on one of the pundits, and whoever gets the most questions right, if it's the listener, they get a sign ball. And those were the sign balls right. that you saw mm, cool. in the studio. However, I've got a good story for you about beat the pundit. Do you remember last week when we decided to throw in a life-sized cardboard cutout of Gordon DL? Uh-huh. Now, we had one of these in the studio, don't ask why, because no one really knows, but we had a big cardboard cutout of Gordon DL. It was scaring everybody that came in the office, so we thought, right, tonight, whoever wins Beat the Pundit... I'm will get... scared right now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get him to sign it, and we'll send it out. So the gentleman, come on, remind me where he was from, producer Callum, doesn't really matter. Right, He came on and he won, so we said, right, great, we'll send you the, the, the side <laughs> cardboard cutout of Gordon. He hasn't sent it back, but producer Callum's absolutely raging. £47 to send the cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> he was expecting it for the price of a first class stamp. They've charged him 47 quid to surely, send the so cardboard cutout. Surely he was only three foot two. <laughs> I, I would have taken it for 20 quid. And hand delivered <laughs> I, I would have hand If you'd have given me 20 I would have hand delivered I that. couldn't believe that Because I thought You know what It was just one of those Throwaway <laughs> ideas It's fine We'll post out £47 pounds Oh mug <laughs> To send it So there we go Yes That's what you get So Whoever gets it Please enjoy it Because a lot of um, uh, A lot of thought And I'll, finance They'll nobody send it back Because they ain't paying 47 no, Absolutely 20. not We're getting in the fire mm. uh, Right Tonight's contestants Declan in Coatbridge How's it going Declan? It's going brilliant How are you guys? Not bad at all How would you rate your confidence levels Of a victory on Beat the Pundit tonight? I'm fairly confident I know A wee bit about football uh, That's more I do than the, I do the Beat the Pundit every Five myself and listening So uh, Good That's more than okay. these two I think So I think you're absolutely no, fine yeah. um, We'll toss the coin If it's heads It will be Colin Hendry And if it's tails It's Gordon DL you're off the hook It's tails <laughs> Look at the sigh of relief It's <laughs> always got to be tails Genuinely it's tail, coin, A double yeah. tail coin Genuinely what It's tails every night though You yeah. know that So it is you Right so we'll give you Some Clyde 2 to listen to So you can't steal Declan's answers um, Declan 30 seconds Answer as many questions Right as you can If you don't know Pass and we'll move on Okay Yep that's absolutely fine right, 30 seconds Your time starts now Name either St Johnston player Sold to an English team yesterday Pass. Which Scotland manager won the Kirin Cup in 2006? Oh, pass. What nationality was former Rangers player Carlos Bocanegra? Uh, Croatian. What country are Celtic's Europa League opponents Ferenc Varos based in? Czech Republic. What stadiums hosted more Scotland home games, Pitodri or Tynecastle? Pitodri. Matty Longstaffs joined Aberdeen on loan from which English top flight team? Uh. I don't know Damn. Name an English top flight team Just guess one 
Anyone you like uh, Brighton Okay let's bring back Gordon DL Gordon can you hear us? Yeah I can You're up against it tonight I probably am It's Wednesday I'm out of my comfort Declan news stuff You're in deep deep trouble oh. You ready? Yeah Don't panic if you get any wrong though Because if you do that Your bottle will crash Yeah go Ready? Go Name either St Johnston player Sold to an English side yesterday McCann Which Scotland manager Won the Kirin Cup in 2006 This will be good <laughs> Craig Brown What nationality was Rangers Carlos Bocanegra uh, Bocanegra uh, Algerian Which <laughs> <laughs> What country are Celtic's Europa League opponents Ferenc Varos based in um, I'll pass What stadiums hosted more Scotland home games Petaudry or Tynecastle Petaudry Matty Longstaff joined Aberdeen on loan From New which Castle. English top flight team Algerian <laughs> <laughs> I am terrible with countries Oh nice I know that Declan What's the verdict? Uh, I think I passed on too many To be honest Yeah I think one so one of those Oh nights. don't tell me I'll More passes than Billy Gilmore <laughs> Come the end of the game tonight Right oh, Name Colin e- You're standing next to the master Well I don't know about that Name either St Johnston player Who was sold to an English side yesterday See Colin You would have, you would have, have been most Up and running yeah. with that You had the choice Ali McCann or Jason Kerr uh, The Scotland manager Who won the Kirin Cup 06 after Craig Brown Walter yeah. Smith yeah. No but never got that I'm terrible Carlos Bocanegra Is, is not Algerian He's also not Croatian Declan He is oh. American He's from the US of A Is he? He is oh, You should know that Come on No I'm not good at if, uh, countries Yes I can tell uh, Ferenc Varos are from Hungary I panicked on that I know I panicked as well Don't worry well, well done mate You keep panicking I love you <laughs> So After four questions Five questions After four questions It's 1-0 It doesn't matter The standard is not great um, yeah. Pataudry has hosted More matches than Tynecastle 15-9 to Where did, did Declan go for? Declan got that oh, yeah. Luckily yeah. Well done Declan Matty Longstaff Has joined Aberdeen On loan from Newcastle A 3-1 victory <sighs> For Gordon DL Declan I am back Declan Honestly Bad, bad night of questions De- Declan See when yeah. you listen to the show When you come on early And you said Yeah I listen every night And I'll probably get Four, five, six What happened tonight? What were you think? Was it because uh, you were up uh, against me? Absolute bottle job to be honest <laughs> I do, mate, yeah. Yeah. At least he's honest it's Declan I like that now, isn't it? Thank you That was Declan in Coatbridge See that, Would that have been painless Had you I would, have, I would have probably got Three or four of them Ferenc Varos was the one I'm hungry I'm like that I was hungry this is radio That doesn't work Yeah but He's got a Imaginary knife and fork radio Colin The throw in countries And the no I'm terrible We do it deliberately Yes Yeah Carlos Bocanegra Algerian I don't think that's one of your To be I don't think that's one of your All time Bad answers It's sort of That's mid table On your I was actually going to go French I don't know why I just come out with the first A comes into my mind. I, I thought you were going to say Argent, Argentina. Oh, he's done that before as well, believe oh, me. Yeah, yeah, I've had, I've had a mother. Um, was it a mother player I had at You thought Bevis Mugabe was, <laughs> was Argentinian. Um, anyway, uh, the, fir- the first question, though, we, we did touch on it earlier on, and I think it's a good one to pick up on because we're talking transfer window as well as Scotland tonight. Name either St Johnston player sold to an English side yesterday Ali McCann, Jason Kerr. Now, yes, there are, there are always. Underlying reasons to an extent Jason Kerr was in the last year of his contract But that's St Johnson's Cup double winning captain And arguably their, their star man Their star midfielder Sold for less than £2 million Colin Now I know Your boy is at St Johnson You're being careful yep. 
St Johnson fans will find that tough to take though Yeah because I think um, I think there was a quote out From the chairman that said that uh, Ali McCann won't be leaving for Less than the, the club record fee Which I think was Or it still is Callum Davidson when he went to Blackburn Rovers From St Johnson mm. for 1.75 million So I think when that when that's quoted, and then it comes out as one point two million with add-ons, and I mean I've spoke to my Callum, my son today, about it, and he said there's loads of add-ons and stuff that hasn't he probably gone out publicly. Sure. And it's maybe at that time the delivery of the information that it's not mm. exactly maybe what it looks like, and I'm not I'm not defending the chairman or anyone here. I'm just saying doesn't maybe look as exactly what it looks like mm. because of the 1.2. And between the two of them, it's 1.8 million, mm. which just takes it over the record for the two mm. players. But, I mean... I mean, even, yeah. even, at, even at that, we are... For years, we've had to put up with, you know, bids from down south that just aren't enough. And some clubs have managed to, to, to do better at it. And but Maybe it's been a while since St. Johnson traded players at that sort of level and... I just I just like to think our top flight teams can sell their best players for more than that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen th- this team for the best, well, this season and the first half of last season because my son went on loan to Aberdeen and I watched Aberdeen instead. And Jason Kerr for, is an example. And I know Alan McCann's Irish and he's played for the Northern mm-hmm. Ireland, but Jason Kerr is without doubt due an opportunity to play f- for his country. And... Just coming in here tonight and talking to you guys off here about it is that the comparison in relation to Jason Kerr, 24 years of age, not having played at international level. Jack Hendry, who's gone for eight million. You know, mm. math, maths has gone at the top of my head, but it's at 16 times more or less what yep. Jason Kerr's gone for. And although he's played international football, he's gone mm. on loan. He's been on loan in Belgium. He's played for a top club in Celtic. And... It's it's baffling to how the figures and you come to that sort of mm-hmm. the management of the figures in relation because if you're a Saints fan and I've read Twitter last night and I've read the social medias on, on how disappointed they are um, and it's you know it's something that's to be addressed I think I mean Gordon than, yeah. Colin knows his centre half he knows mm-hmm. his Scotland centre half yeah. he's tipping Jason Kerr for a, an opportunity at Scotland we've waxed lyrical about that St Johnson team they are arguably the two main men are certainly two of them mm-hmm. So on a very basic level You've got to say I think most most people are surprised That they were both able to leave for, for those fees And again yeah. I accept Jason Kerr's in the last year of his contract Know all that but still And then the Ali McCann one he, He's not in the last year He had a couple of years left yeah, He's an international footballer It, it shows you that the, you know, St Johnston may need the money Gordon Obviously they don't get the crowds I know they had a couple of bumper crowds there In the Europa League But uh, week in, week out when they're at home um, Sorry, every second week when they're at home They don't get big crowds Unless it's Celtic Rangers It's turning up Their wage bill That'll probably keep the club going I totally understand It was really interesting to hear Colin there We see, we see these guys I've not seen them really Every week like Colin does um, But Colin's been a centre half As an eye for a player And Kerr for instance That's what he's saying He's due a, a chance I didn't think he was that good But obviously here in But I think it's a big blow for Callum Davidson Because you know as a manager When you're riding high And you're, 
you know, other clubs are looking at what the job you're doing there, and then two of your best players get drawn away from you and sold, then you've got to rebuild again. But look, if we do go and ask St Johnston, why are you selling them for those sort of prices? I'm sure they would have an answer to say balancing mm. the books. Or, oh, of course. Well, obviously, know, I think like I think that you know when the bids come along. But even at that, then because if you now that we know that Ali McCann was available for say one and a half million, we're being mm. very vague now. Are you surprised then that I don't know Celtic or Rangers didn't have a look for that price? I'm sure. I'm sure that they must have had a look, Gordon. Um, you're not telling me that if Celtic or Rangers. Probably Celtic, right? Because you're talking about Kerr and Collins saying he's got to be a future centre-half, right? He's due a chance. Celtic are crying out for centre-halves. Now, if you can go and pick up a guy that knows hmm. the league inside out... I was thinking more McCann just because people they, on Twitter last night I noticed a lot of Celtic fans were happy with the window but just maybe maybe an extra midfielder would have been a, a good shout see I'm the opposite I think I think the they the dived in to get but an they got, extra they bought a centre half last night I know, I know but I, I still think they need more cover in there and, and before they done that right at the end of the window Gordon so what I'm saying is if you'd have planned that and knew that care was available at that sort of money surely that's not a gamble to bring for instance you could go and take the two of them in the amount of money Celtic have taken in they know these two guys are it's a, domestic, it's a domestic side as well. Yeah, they're, 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 they're guaranteed virtually, and that's a, that's this is going mm. from me, which is quite strong from me that they virtually guarantee their their um, ability and their performance domestically mm-hmm. every week. Yeah, but because they know the level, because they know the level, and it's it's taken it it's going up the levels when you get into Europe, etc. Sure. From, Cel- from Celtic's I, point of view, I, I think Celtic of of certainly look Celtic wouldn't be doing their job. Rangers, every top club. They wouldn't be doing their job if they don't know about these guys and how good and whatever. It just may go down to the fact that Postacoglu doesn't see them suiting in his style of football. I like I say, that was just a very general comparison. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Everyone shouting at the radio. I just always assumed when Ali McCann left St Johnson, it would be for more than that. That's that's about as simple as I can make it. Um, interesting. Last night, though, some other moves that, that didn't happen. Jamie McGrath, St Mirren fans will be delighted they held on to him. Looked like he was going to go to Hibs with the likes of Scott Allen. Dre Wright moving the other way. That fell through. And Jamie McGrath gets his first Republic of Ireland start tonight against Portugal. So there we go. Let's bring in Joe, who's in Rob Royston. What's on your mind tonight, Joe? Hi, well, hi, panel. How's it going? Good, um, just a, a phone call about tonight's game. Obviously, looking at Scotland again. Feels like it's the Euros have just ended and we're back into the international break. You know, it feels like domestic football's not really kicked off yet. So it's good to get back to see Scotland playing. But um, the main point tonight is I think we're, it looks like we're looking back in the past a wee bit with this team. Um, we're, we're playing Tierney over right back. We've got three kind of defensive-minded midfielders on the park. It looks like we're going to go and sit in against Denmark. And although um, I think we should going forward now again with Steve Clark, I don't think we should the sitting in. I'm apprehensive about tonight, but I'm, I'm still hopeful that Every time I've phoned up, I've been able to keep up. We've been avoiding a loss, so I hope that it's superstitious. Oh, right, you, you're a good luck charm. I like that. Uh, do you know what? I I always admire the the ambition, and, and possibly there is possibly there is a bit of truth there. That when are we going to start trying to take games to teams because we've got good footballers? But maybe tonight's I don't know. Is tonight not the night, calling with everything that's against us, and it's away, and they're the top seeds, and they had a good Euros. Can we afford to do did, anything did, else? Did they come out of the traps tonight? Did they come out, like, you know, yeah. 100 mile an hour right at us? Did they do that? Or did they want to keep a bit of possession, feel their way into mm. the game? 
you know they've got top, they've got top players. I mean the team they've selected, they've got doesn't. I mean, I mentioned Dolberg. I don't think he's selected Dolberg or, or mm. he's not going to play. But they've got top top players, and it's really about how they come out. We know that we are going to be under a cosh for. The majority of the game, I would say. Yeah, because Gordon, again, I, I like it in theory. And mm. maybe if, I don't know, McGinn and McTominay and Armstrong and O'Donnell and Patterson and everybody's there, you can say, do you know what? It's about time that we were a bit more ambitious. Let's let's start going at teams. This idea that just being horrible to play against, that's not good enough. We've got good technicians. Um, but first and foremost, we're going to have to be hard to beat in a game like tonight, are we not? 100%. You're away from home. You're against a team that's sitting there at the top of the league. Uh, they've not conceded a goal They've been away from home Scored six goals In Austria and Israel uh, Which is a <laughs> a, a, a terrific um, You know Win margin with that That sort of um, Away from home uh, These um, International uh, Teams Gordon Because they're very good I just think that As much as we've got Good quality players And, and obviously Colin touched on it earlier You look at Denmark They've got good quality players So when you get into International football as much as you look at, oh, we've got players that play in the English Premier League, so is the opposition most times. I do agree that sometimes at home, I'd like to see us change our style. Tonight, I'm totally with Steve Clark. I think he's picked the right formation. I'd probably picked the right personnel with what he's got there at his disposal. Um, and it's just a bit of luck tonight. If we get away with a point, I keep saying it, I don't think we'll win tonight. I'm going to be up front honest, I don't think we'll win. If we get a point, I think it'd be brilliant. Uh, Joel, there's a lot of assumptions made earlier that Kieran Tierney will be the right wing back because he tends to be the one that gets moved about. I think he's played everywhere along the back line uh, for Scotland almost. But it, it now seems that it's actually Andy Robertson that the suggestions are growing stronger that he's the right wing back and Tierney is the left wing back. What do you make of that? Uh, I was actually I was going to talk about that. I think um, when you know under um, the first obviously you know obviously the team took a lot of hit COVID and injuries etc. But we're a normal full strength team with that left on with, with Robertson on the left wing back and Tierney playing at that left centre back. Mm-hmm. Tierney said Tierney loves to take the ball off Robertson a lot and get up the line. Tierney's normally a man that gets us forward into the boxes and he puts good balls in, good deliveries. So it's, if he's playing on the left, I was grabbing watching the news and they told us he was on the right hand side, it looked like, but mm-hmm. if he's on the left, that's much better for us. I think he's one of our best players on the park tonight. Let's assume that is the case, right? Just for now, let's assume that it is Robertson right wing back. Tierney left wing back What would Why would that be Is it As Joe says That actually Tierney's now Overtaken Robertson As our main left sided Attacking threat So we're now at the stage Where we keep him On his favoured side Well he's coming back From injury I think Robertson I think mm. You know um, <laughs> I don't want to be negative here And say Let's sit in And suck up the pressure That they're going to be Giving yeah. us and everything else But You've still got to be careful with, with Andy Robertson because he's just come back from injury. Sure. And, and we had just said it before, before off air as well. We said he's going to be asked to play three games in six days. Yes. You know, so. Um, Jurgen Klopp will be on the phone saying, well, Steve, it, yeah. don't I'll think so. Um, well, I think we get a result tonight. Saturday could be a rest night for him. What about. What, what's your take on that, Gordon? Is that now the way? Because the, the 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 thought process used to be, well, you know, he's Andy Robertson, and he's got the he's got the, the wand of the left foot and all that, and, and Tierney's mm. more versatile. You can stick him anywhere, and he'll do a job for you. But if that's right, we've we've flipped that, and it looks like we're trying to keep Kieran Tierney where he belongs. If that makes sense. Yeah, you could, you, you might find Gordon that Steve Clark sat down with the two players and had a chat and said, "Look, we've got a situation here." One's got to play down the left, one's got to play down the right. 
you could look at Robertson saying, well, I'll take the leadership here. I'm the captain. Mm. Kieran Tierney, that, that you go and play there. I'm quite happy and comfortable. Tierney might have looked at it and thought, no, I'll get more out myself in the left-hand side. Uh, Collins also said about Robertson coming back for injury. He can just sit in there and give a bit of cover as well. So it could be a discussion that they've had in the camp, Gordon. These things do go on. And you get to where the players feel comfortable in the roles that they're going to play. And Robertson, as a captain, may have said, Tierney, on you go. You go left, I'll go right. I don't think mm. that's a big problem. Probably calls him Kieran the way. Yeah, KT. Mm. I think I think as well as we do need one side, and obviously it's going to be the left-hand side, to give us a bit of a... a mm. on the offensive side. So we can't just sit in as a five and be difficult to beat because then we're asking for trouble. Yeah, but you can't do so, that for so 90 can't, minutes. We can't can we? Do, so doing the left-hand side, and it might be, Gordon, that they have that uh, Steve Clark sat them down and said... Seeing another point, Colin, sorry, he's looking at the opposition as well, Gordon. So whoever's on the right-hand side for Denmark tonight and it's a, a threat, he'll look at who's the best balance to go mm. against that. You know, he'll look at Kieran, uh, Kieran Tierney's strength. Well, Denmark, look at Den- Denmark's strength. left-hand side was particularly strong at the Euros. I wonder if, if that's that you think Sandy Robertson can be. go there and do a job. Uh, Joe, it was nice to speak to you. I hope you're right. Every time Joe calls, he tells us that Scotland f- at least draw. Yeah, so we'll he take had his one in the Euros. Ah well that, that's not, that, Thanks, that doesn't Joe. matter That's by the by No full time teaser tonight But something even better We're going to give some tickets away To the SPFL match of your choice On the phones We'll tell you all about it next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Colin Hendry and Gordon Dieller here. We are building up 20 minutes away from kickoff between Denmark and Scotland in the World Cup qualification match out there in Copenhagen. So if you've got any last minute thoughts on that game, please feel free to pick up the phone. You want to look back on the transfer window, you can do that as well. Or anything else you think we've missed. 0141951025. Been loving this all week though. Let's do this again. Win your way to live football with Glenn's Vodka, official spirit partner of the SPFL. Please drink responsibly. This is great, Gordon Deal. We've been doing this every night this week, so we're giving the listeners the chance to win their way back to live Scottish football because stadiums are back to full capacity, as we know. And thanks to Glenn's Vodka, the official partner of the SPFL, we could be sending you to a game with £100 cash to spend as well. Did I not see in your social media? Have you been back out and about at a game? Did you make it to any of the St Johnston games? Yes, I've been, yeah. Yeah, so it's good. Good to have fans back. Some oh, difference. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean the Galatasaray game at at, uh, at home was phenomenal. It was amazing, great, wasn't great it? For any uh, St Johnson supporter. Absolutely. So here's the way it's going to work tonight. We're going to give you clues to a player who has played this season in the Scottish top flight. The two callers will join us on air and they'll buzz in when they think they know who the player is. Mm. Simple. Even you couldn't make a mess of this. Do they go bzzz? No, they shout their own name, but oh, we'll right, get to right. that. So the winner gets the two tickets to see any SPFL team of their choice plus the hundred pounds cash. So let's meet tonight's contestants On line A I've read this three times Right Because I, I thought it was Some sort of wind up We've got Jason Cumming Who's a Dundee United fan You can see the link yeah, there yeah, Can't you yeah. You can see the confusion Jason you must get that All the time uh, Yeah So I've, I bet you had downfall <laughs> <laughs> My apologies Right There's not much you can do About your name after all James is on line Is it Jamie Or James On line B Jamie from Paisley Yeah What are we going Jamie Jamie 
There we go. I've got, I've got, I've got a James on my sheet. That's fine. Um, so here's the way it's going to work. Um, Jamie likes to keep his eyes on Rangers and St Mirren. So if he wins, we know what game he's going to. I think that's fairly straightforward. Right, chaps, here's the way it works. I'm going to read out a clue. If you know who the player is from the clue, you must buzz in with your name. So just shout out your name. If you shout out the player's name, I cannot accept the answer. And if you buzz in and get it wrong, the other caller gets all five clues before they give their answer. So you have to use your buzzer wisely, okay? Yep. Right, let's do it. Let's go for clue number one. I've played for nine clubs in the UK and one in Europe. I wouldn't buzz in there either Because no. that's very vague Clue number two I made my debut for my country In 2008 Under Fabio Capello Okay No one's diving in early Number three I've won the English top flight FA Cup And Jamie, English Jamie. League Cup Jamie was definitely in first there Jamie who do you think it was? Joe Hart It is Joe Hart Well done to you You've won the two tickets To see any SPFL team Of your choice Plus the £100 cash To see you through the game And that's all thanks To Glenn's Vodka Official spirit partner Of the SPFL So is it simple Jamie Rangers against St Mirren That your game? It probably will be yeah Are your two teams? Yep Two teams have always followed What order do they come in? Well I'd probably say To be honest I'm from Paisley So I've probably been To more St Mirren games In my life than Rangers But there we go Well brilliant Glad you glad you took part tonight Hope you enjoy it And uh, Jason Hardlines I'm afraid Thanks for the opportunity Good man They're so deflated every night Whoever loses is gutted <laughs> Feel terrible he good there, did he? We'll send you a £47 Cardboard cut out of Gordon yeah. DL To cheer you up Do you get Three that one two. Colin? Three foot two Do you get that? I would have got that No I wouldn't have got that I, think, I thought the Capello yeah. one maybe But then yeah. does that trick you into thinking Italy. it's another so Very, there we go. very easy another indeed country. Well listen Even you two couldn't make a mess of this right See if we'd got to clue 4 I joined Celtic this summer yeah. for £1 million And clue 5 My surname is the same as the organ that pumps blood around your body <laughs> You'd still have got that wrong <laughs> I don't want to know what organ Gordon DL thinks pumps blood around the body I think, the I think we don't explore that Just in case we get taken off air um, right, if you want to play tomorrow You go to Clyde1.com Register Please drink responsibly as well But th th go to Clyde1.com And you've seen how easy it is what, a, what an opportunity The game of your choice, Gordon DL Any, anywhere It's, it's in a SPF great prize Absolutely yeah. terrific and, and as Colin said And I've been back to games with supporters And now it's, it's fabulous It's what football's all about Some difference, isn't it? Brilliant, absolutely brilliant Right, okay 01419511025 That is the number you need to get in touch tonight You can tweet us as well at Clyde SS but was there anything else Gordon That jumped out at you From the The transfer window I've got this idea That we'll probably review The transfer window For the next couple of mm. nights Because we're, we've got Scotland on our minds tonight And we'll look back In the Scotland game Tomorrow as well So we can't get All our thoughts out At once on the transfer window But anything else Any other bits of business that... yeah, I just think uh, All eyes were probably On Celtic um, You know To see how many players We've got to bring in What positions Would Edward leave Would Christie leave And the answer Obviously yes um, Rangers I think Rangers fans Will be delighted With the transfer window Are you surprised There was no No cashing well, in on, on any of the assets Well we're led to believe After the game on Sunday That Barisic Was sort of A very emotional Everybody was jumping On the bandwagon That that was his last game And he was going to leave And it didn't happen It just shows you That we can get all get it wrong Yeah I, th I think Fair fair play to Rangers board 
Um, because it has been said, Gordon, that with investment that's went in, obviously the Champions League money's not there. Um, it would have been very easy to sell one of their top assets. But it's, there's a big pot of gold at the end of the season here for the, the winners of the league. Mm. So well done to Rangers and their board. And Stephen Gerrard will be delighted. Got one or two players out to get them first team football and getting them playing with a view to get them back. Um, and the rest, you know, you, you look down. I think St Johnston are the, the hardest. Uh, I really do. Colin will tell you that. Two terrific players um, and try to replace AIM. Motherwell's brought in a few as well. So I, I can't wait. After internationals, I can't wait to get back into domestic football just to see how these players bed into their clubs. All right, Colin, do you think that's the way our Scottish clubs, particularly Rangers, are looking at it this season? We're in a situation we've not been for ages. The winner of the top flight this year probably, and I always underline that, <clears> most <throat> likely goes straight into the Champions League. We've not done that in ages. No. Does, does that allow you to be a bit more risky, if you like, where you say, OK, well, let's just hold on to these I players for now? And Oh, I don't know if it'd be risky. It's more, more of a... <clears throat> Safety blanket that you don't get rid of your top players and yep. cash in and put a as Gordon says put a gold right at the end of the mm -hmm. rainbow. You know it's a it's a marathon not a sprint, um, and it's a big lure. You know it's huge, it's a massive, massive yeah. you know, lure for the, for for the winners at the end of the season. Been a long time and since we've done. I would say though, it's when you mentioned about the transfer and the deadline and everything else. It's ironic that I'm on tonight. Um, in Scotland, they've got a game tonight. On the back of the two players that left St Johnston, and and yeah, I was surprised that Celtic or Rangers didn't have a look mm. at Ali McCann when three million was banded about four million. I know the fans were maybe getting a little bit carried away with that sort of figure for Ali, but at one point two with a sell on, it's, it seems a bit of a snip, a real snip. Yeah, I mean Gordon, he is an international footballer as well. Mm. He yeah. won two cups. Very good as well But you know if Sometimes you look at Those other boxes To be ticked You know What does the CV look like They've got CVs Like anyone else He is an international footballer It tends mm -hmm. to bump your price up um, And we've Slowly but surely I feel like we do alright You look at the price that, that Motherwell held firm And eventually got a big price For David Turnbull mm -hmm. You know that's a club That you keep an eye on They've even managed to get you know, a million pounds for Cedric Kipri, for yeah. instance. You know, Ali McCann was genuinely one of the standout players in the league over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, um, like like Colin, it's surprising, and I think the St Johnston fans, uh, most of them will be a bit unhappy, Gordon, with the the money that's come in. But you've the questions have really got to be answered by the board. Why they accepted that? What what, what they thought about the money? Was it the fact that they looked at the overall? Situation at St Johnston and thought we have to accept this, and I think that's the case. I think they've looked at the the, the budget, the financial situation, and decided we've got to take this money because, you know, if you've got a player of that talent, and you quite rightly said the CV stacks up very very well indeed. You see the prices for players that are going about hmm. nowadays. Agree with Colin, absolute snip. Yeah, I mean on Twitter, lots of reaction and. I appreciate our Twitter It might be a kind of Glasgow central reaction At times But J55 says St Johnson have been robbed Of both their players Scott Maxwell says It's scandalous He never went to Rangers or Celtic Talking about Ali McCann Paul Halliburton says They should have got more than that um, Digi I Great Twitter account name um, Totally understand why they've sold them But in my opinion They're worth quite a bit more Why weaken their team With nothing of note coming in It's been a, diffi it's been a difficult time True. You know, It's been a really difficult time There's a protégé that's, that's came through the phone In the last couple of years What's happened of course The whole world at large Knows what's been going on mm. In the last couple of years With Covid No gates 
no commercial money, yeah. no nothing. There is there is things there that you know that, factors. That, yeah, and it's and, it, and, it, and it's very important factors as that. Tough times, right? We're fast approaching kick off in Copenhagen. Let's bring in Andy and see how he feels tonight. Andy, what do you think? How you doing, guys? All right. Hello. I, I, I honestly, I think everybody sees the same as me. We'll just a draw tonight would be a great result. Would be an absolutely brilliant result. Uh, we'll get a good squad We'll get a good 11 players on the park But I think the draw If we can get the draw we we'll take that You bite somebody's hand after that right now Before the game even starts Yeah, yeah, uh, I think you're right Aye, and I was just Just a quick one uh, See, because uh, Colin Henry's on the night mm-hmm. uh, He was actually sitting with my boy Having a meal in Falkirk He was doing a thing called Leading on the park About maybe five, six weeks ago That's correct, yeah My, my boy my boy sent me a photo uh, <laughs> Of you call <laughs> uh, and he says, "What a nice guy." I said, "I know he has a place on the end of the Scotland." I said, "Of course, he's a great guy." <laughs> <laughs> so it was just uh, just to say that. Uh, uh, call, Andy, you know Andy, what I mean? Andy, what's your son's name? Uh, Craig McCarthy. Craig, right? Okay, I'll look. I'll look Craig. him up because um, he gets about this guy, Andy. Honestly, I was he's due, everywhere. I was due back up in um, in Dingwall doing the, the same again uh, tomorrow and Friday, but COVID's p- p- paid well. Paid for that. Uh, I'm not going to be there this time, but um, I'll look him up. I'll, um, if he's on Twitter or social media, I'll, I'll, I'll leak him out somewhere. There we go, Andy. Uh, so, Andy, again, I think everyone's saying similar thing, Gordon. Um, mm-hmm. Draw would be a good result. It's one of those things. Um, can we? Can we try and be a bit more? You know, on, not not necessarily on the front foot, but if you've got Billy Gilmore and Callum McGregor, you're going to try and keep the ball. That's yeah. what they're there for, Gordon. Lyndon yeah. Dykes isn't there. Mm-hmm. Does that? Take away the temptation to shell it to his head all the time. You know, when we're on the ball, what can we do? I think, I think with Dykes not there, I think it suits Gilmore and McGregor because I think they looked for balls to feet. Adams, I watched him against Manchester United. I've watched him in the Premier League. He looks very comfortable. He can play that position as a lone striker. I like Fraser because I think he's an intelligent player. I think he's got good pace and can cause problems. Um, McGregor's the same, and then Kenny McLean. Ken, we're forgetting he's a very, very good player and he can get a goal as well. I think we've got a goal in us if we can open up uh, the Danes. But it's got to be difficult. But you're right. If we get the ball tonight, when you're under a bit of pressure and Colin will tell you you're a player, you get in a little bit of habit, you see a big target man up there and you just lump it up to him to give a bit of, bit of rest. He used to be a target man before yeah, he went and, back and then, in the centre of the field. Yeah, exactly. And then what happens is he's up there on his own, he's fighting away, he lose the ball and they come back. We've got to show composure tonight, composure tonight. And I think we've got two of the best going about just now. I think McGregor is brilliant at it and I think Gilmore is sensational at it. So if we can get the ball into the middle of the park and make those passes, then it gives us a little bit of time on the ball. I keep wrangling Colin with the notion of Billy Gilmore where on, on one hand I'm thinking... Do you know what? Don't put too much responsibility in the guy. He's young and he can't do it all himself. And on the other hand, I get excited and I think Billy Gilmore's going to win the Ballon d'Or. You know, the truth might well be somewhere in the middle. Um, he's gone to Norwich to get some game time. The fixture list has dealt them a really brutal start to the season. Yep. Um, but that night at Wembley, that did not look like a guy who's going to be phased by anything. He'll thrive on it, I can assure you. He will thrive on it. And even reading the English press the day after, I think... Talking about how he struggled to start with, obviously there's a tinge of bitterness because it's their old enemy. But um, no, there's you don't have a worry about Billy Gilmore um, and McGregor. You know, and it's about keeping the ball tonight because we are going to be under pressure 
Um, they've got a good crowd. We've got the pictures here now. Mm-hmm. A good crowd there. It'll be a great atmosphere. Um, and, you know, they'll, they'll come at us. I'm sure they will come at us. Does, but does we, that Wembley performance then become a bit of a blueprint for a fixture like this? Now, you, you, it's, you, a one-off, it's a one-off game, isn't it? It's, it's, like, it's, a, it's the international ideal of the... the um, the, the derby isn't True. Yeah, you maybe know, different you're all emotion. the enemy and it's you can carry your emotions mm-hmm. a little bit differently through that game. But that sort of performance mm-hmm. would requ- be required more yeah. than most for us to be successful. What I'm saying is, Gordon, we we can't take much away from the Euros. There wasn't a lot of success there, but we lost the first game. Everybody said we were going to get battered at Wembley. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Even up here, but certainly down there. Mm-hmm. We were going mm-hmm. up against it, damage limitation. We would just sit in and we actually didn't. We we actually didn't do it that night at Wembley. So, I think that given us a bit of belief. Yeah, I think England allowed us to go at them, Gordon. I thought they went into the game a bit big-headed. Uh, think it was just a case of showing up, and we played particularly well that night. We're going to need a little bit of luck tonight. Of course we are. Uh, we're going to hope that the Danes aren't at their best because they have got quality players. Um, you, you're talking about young Gilmore there. Uh, the reason I think Gilmore can handle it's quite simple for me. When he came into the Chelsea first team. As a young lad, even for the, the the amount of games he came in, he was surrounded by superstars that were earning absolute fortunes. Gone superstars, and he didn't look out of place. Unf- unfazed, totally unfazed. He, he controlled the middle of the park. He went and demanded the ball. So it showed you the confidence the young kids got in his ability, his own ability. I think this is tailor-made for him tonight. Really. Well, the stadium in Copenhagen looks magnificent. It is full. They're all in there and. Mostly, well, all a home crowd pretty much So up against it in that respect But kick-off between Denmark and Scotland is coming next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Colin Hendry are here And we are seconds away from kick-off in Copenhagen uh, honestly, the insight you get during the break, I could hear Gordon DL saying, "Colin, did you ever sing the? Did you sing the national anthem?" And Colin, you were telling us that when the camera comes in front of you, got to make you sure, sure got to make sure you know the words. Absolutely. Listening to your beat the pundit performances, I mean, for, forget the whole football mm. ability thing. It's a good job you didn't play for Scotland. You'd never have remembered the words, not in a million years. I'm not a bad chanter, yeah. I, I, I share. I don't know if I remember a country I share the car sometimes to and from this studio We have the radio on There is not a song out there that you know the correct lyrics to Believe me, not a single song Can yeah, you get the correct words to Well, I'm not going to argue Sweet with that Sweet Caroline you've got No, he, he that, doesn't the, know the, any of no, them no. It's entertaining, I make up my own stuff He, he doesn't know any of them I should be a songwriter uh, Right <laughs> it's, a, it's a Billy Conley one, isn't it? <laughs> we are about to get underway We do a wee prediction, what do you think? Can you can you see it? Uh, anything anything I don't, positive? I don't like my prediction because it's very I, down in here, isn't it? Yeah, let's, I, I just, let's finish in a okay, so oh, it's looking, it looks. It, listen, that we're about to see the kickoff. The atmosphere, the fans, it's packed. Looks too. great. That would be magnificent to play in tonight. That yeah, you'd be right what, at it. What are you going for, Colin? Are you, are you, are you? I'm taking a draw. You're taking a draw. I'm taking a draw. Yeah, I think. We've, I think. Yeah. I mean. Look at the players we've we've not got, and you're t- we've not got a right back, right sided full back type player to play in there. John McGinn, the other one, Lyndon Dykes possibly, and other than that, it's, it's a bit of a much of a muchness, isn't it? Really? Mm. Yeah, I think I think we'll be lucky to get a draw, Gordon. Okay, oh, I said that, I said let's finish on a positive. That's as positive as you it's get. It's a draw. It's a well, draw. Well, Gordon, it's a draw. Maybe in tonight. Okay, I hope Never you're right. Know. 
Um, hopefully we're starting to get to the stage where you get a bit of experience as well. Colin, you know, you're the, the, the kind of the last Scotland team you played in, if you like, but by that stage you're all experienced pros. You'll you'll knew what it well, knew what it took in a serious went, number of caps. We don't have that yet. Yeah, but what they went through in the summer in the Euros mm. and I know it was a bit different because of COVID and different countries and it wasn't in the one country and everything and you were there in the one place at one time. But you've got to pick that up. You've got to go on and and, and you know, enjoy it. Take part Absolutely. in it. Absolutely. Enjoy yourself. You're representing your country as well as. So yes, there is the answer. Andy Robertson at right wing back and Kieran Tierney mm. at left wing back. Yes, my eyes aren't yes, deceiving me. Right, yeah, Gordon, looks yes. like it. Yeah. Do you ever play with a position for Scotland? I know you were a striker in your early days, but not nope. at national team level, no, were you? No, I think I played about a minute and a half against <laughs> Switzerland in the Euro '96 when we needed an extra goal, and then we'd heard that England had scored their fourth goal, which made it we were going to go through with England. But then, and then Clive Seaman put it through, his, let him through his legs. I blame David Seaman. I was at that Europe, game. Europe front at that point. I was at that Slightly, game. I was on. I was on the way up, and I had to get a taxi back. Was it Villa Park? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Villa Park. Oh, yes. I was. I was at that game. Yeah. And I was shouting, "Get him up the front. <laughs> we need a goal." What was your Scotland debut? Estonia away. Oh, yes. Okay. Did you yeah. win. Three 0 Clean sheet, there you go oh, yep. Exactly, job done yep. Job done. Uh, Scotland, for what it's worth, going on the front foot early on Trying to go down the, the left-hand side Which we might see quite a lot of Tierney can't get in the end of it though Keeps the, the pressure on, it's out for a Denmark throw right there in the corner Stevie Clark's facial expression just never really changes Gordon, he always looks like the oh, calmest man in the house Yeah, he believes in his players, Gordon uh, He set that team out and he's sticking with the formation that he likes They all know their jobs so it's up to individuals to make the right decisions at the right time. Uh, but I'll tell you what, keep going like us, we'll win. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a great first minute. Two ropey, yeah. two really ropey clearances from Denmark. They look nervous, it's not us. Uh, and there's the, hopefully, the technician that's going to keep things ticking. Uh, Billy Gilmore, but Andy Robertson is the one that gives it away. Um, and the first bit of defending for us to do. But there we go, it's out for a throw in on that far side. And um, I guess, Colin, when there is that uncertainty, are, are these the games where really feeling your way into it can, can be of huge benefit? You won't want... No, this, this is not a game you feel your way into. This is a game you're right at it in this game. Right from the start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even without the sound up, with the crowd there and everything that's going... I mean, there's a decent wee... Leaving one on him. Leaving <laughs> yeah. one on him, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, that's the thing, though. People think they look at Billy Gilmore's stature and they know he's very good on the ball, but he's he's no shrinking violet. He yep. loves yeah. uh, he loves a tackle. Yeah, he, he'll not shirk away from the challenge. Um, he's in there to win that midfield battle, and uh, I like the way he goes about his business. He can mix his game up a bit as well. So you need that in the, the modern day football. You've got to get in there and boss the midfield. And he believes in his own ability to do that. And so far, I know that we can look at a clock, couple of minutes on it. We look like we're going to be positive tonight, Gordon. And Craig um, Gordon, we didn't really mention him. He is he a, the the undisputed number one for the foreseeable now that David Marshall seems to have dropped out. This well has dropped out the squad and um, John McLaughlin as well. Yes, yeah, certainly just now. Uh, Clark obviously on the bench tonight as well. Um, so. Yeah, I think that Craig Gordon, with the form he's in at Hearts, he deserves to be. I know people can look at his age, but just now, put your mm. best goalkeeper in. He wants to play for Scotland. He's our best goalkeeper now. 
That's why he's in There's the a lot of bias in this studio Because Gordon and I with our Motherwell hats yeah, on Are big yeah. fans of Liam Kelly Xander Clark with your St Johnston connection He's yeah. my neighbour as well Really? Uh, Xander, will he, can, right. Should he be chapping at the door soon? He's in there on merit yeah. Absolutely Yeah I mean the game that Steve came to watch Was against Motherwell um, and oh, he had a probably, couple of great saves yeah, in that game he, didn't he? Yeah and possibly even looking at the, 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 the centre back Well Jason Kerr Maybe mm-hmm. even Liam Gordon as well as and just uh, Xander was top man that day. Yeah, he really was. So he's a, he's there on merit, and um, he's fully deserved his call up. Totally. Yeah, I think one was a, a header early in the, the in the first half. I think he got down brilliant. He, he's, he's had some, he's had some season. good uh, some good games this season. He's in there. Liam Kelly on the bench, um, but certainly looks like Craig Gordon's position to lose at the moment. He's racked up a fair number of caps. Gordon, so his yeah, experience he's, he's is good. Fifty seven, fifty eight, or something round about that. Um, so he's a very experienced goalkeeper, and he comes into the game. And, and for him He's been absolutely brilliant for Hearts Because we he, We get calls in here Every single night When it's talking about Celtic And the goalkeepers And saying Why do we let uh, Craig Gordon go So It just showed you how good he is oh, It's there. brilliant there. tackle And just run yeah. From here and that, that was a, a position Where you had to keep the ball and we gave it and away. And now we've given it away and they've got re- they've um, repossessed it. It was great. That was trademark Kieran Tierney to start with. Gordon totally picked the pocket, burst forward, went past a couple, but the pass inside, I think Adams had tried to move beyond and Denmark were able to go and pick it up. Yeah, and I agree with Colin. When we get into these situations and we got uh, Tierney on the ball, we've got to keep the ball. Don't give it away back cheaply. Put them under a little bit of pressure. Because remember, as much as they've got the crowd there Sometimes that works against you Absolutely. If you don't start uh, well And the opposition's on top And they're, they're starting to dominate the game The fans get restless Gordon And it's up to Denmark to uh, respond to that So it's important that we keep the ball As long as we can tonight Yeah I mean I'm not going to get too carried away Because Denmark have put the ball out of play Twice in the first five minutes But they they have had an interesting start Colin, there's a couple of passes have gone astray A few clearances that were slashed up into the air That doesn't help uh, That doesn't uh, that, that often well, it's helps not, it's, it's not, good yeah, to see It's not her. as comfortable as the, as the manager would have liked them The coach, you know, they would like them to be a bit more efficient in their passing He goes the ball in the centre, centre forward He keeps the ball, does he keep the ball? They still retain possession Great tackle great that tackle. was A really great good tackle. tackle Grant Hanley Yeah do you know, I, I've actually started to really like Hanley as a centre-back for Scotland. Uh, I was very impressed with his pace. I must admit, I didn't think he had that in his locker. However, that was a good tackle. But what did he do? This is this oh, is he why goes, he goes in with the wrong this, with the right leg. See this guy, the wrong way. This is but, why but, he's but, here. But Grant, Grant, that is that is his. Achilles heel Well But it works so many times Go That's on. what he told I remember it He told us he during the Euros Colin Henry le- That should have been a left He said Grant, Henle- yeah. Grant Hanley Always stretches across With his right, right foot, foot To the left side, side To produce That's that's why he's here But he's, but he's made the tackle But no, if he does it and he, if he gives a free kick away Then he, people he will say He's tackled wrong He's played that position So many times He knows what the What foot you should go And defend with Colin Yeah, I'm, I'm with you I'd rather you play than Hanley, you're dressed for it tonight as well. We're all dressed for it. Oh, roasting. What a day. What a day it was. This is 15, 14 degrees in Manchester. Was it? Yeah. Hold yeah, on, you, you've come up You've come up yeah, here for the weather. Yeah. I've rang the missus, I've rang the missus and they've said it's 25 degrees up here. She says, what? That's not something. The grass, grass is, place often, to be. is it? The grass is still needing cut. Uh, uh, not not this week. Uh, six and a half gone, Denmark nil, Scotland nil. A, a fine start, I think that's what you would call it. A couple of forays forward. Now, maybe it's settled into what you would expect. We're having to do a bit more um, defending. It's when, it's when we get the ball, is that we don't have to goalie, 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 goalie. We don't have to go 
forward that quickly. Yeah. We need to keep possession of the ball and comfortable possession. The times we've got the ball in their, fi- in their final third, every time, talking about the one that Tierney's cut it out, he's misplaced the pass. That's the time. Mm. Stereo- that's a time that you really do need to keep the ball. We need to get through tonight first, so I don't want to get too far ahead. But it is Moldova on Saturday and Austria away next week. Colin, these triple headers, as they now are, in an age where... You know, clubs do put a bit of pressure on players and, and players maybe don't play quite as robustly as they maybe did in your day. It's a quite a brutal schedule, isn't it? Especially so early in the season. Listen, I've, everyone knows that my son's at St Johnson. I've watched every game at home and they've had a couple of games away in Europe. They've played nearly 10 games already. Mm-hmm. So any player that's in a similar situation that plays international football, in the trip, that's 13 games. And the by better, the better the first players, week in September. By the first week in September, and that's the better players in the in in that team if they're an international. A bit of a strange one, I think. Scott McKenna, um, it was a clash of heads off the ball. Denmark players down in a bit of discomfort, but anyway, um, I don't think there's there's too much drama to come from that. He will get patched up. Scott McKenna's made of tougher stuff. Uh, he doesn't seem too flustered by it. And with eight minutes gone, it's Denmark nil, Scotland nil. Um, Gordon, I, I guess sum up the start to the game if you can, and and look ahead to the rest of the well, week. It's, a, it's always important not to invite pressure onto yourself, Gordon. I think we've settled into the game quite well. We look like we've got good shape. The minute the ball came into our area, there a bit of danger. We had plenty of bodies round it, and we dealt with it. We'll need to be on our toes. We'll need to concentrate, and a bit of luck might get as a result. Well, whatever happens between now and the end of this match, we'll look back on it tomorrow uh, with, remind me, oh, it's you, you're back, see, I told you my week was all off, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson, your usual Thursday duo, thanks as always to Colin Hendry, it's great to be able to call on his Scotland expertise, enjoy it. Loved it, Good. as always. Great to great have to you, here. Colin Hendry here. and Gordon DL, thank you to you though, you're the most important part, don't tell Colin, he's, he's on his way out of the studio, you, you with your calls and your tweets, we really do appreciate it, we'll be back tomorrow at six, and Johnny Campbell is up next.